0: I'm talking about habits this week because I have had to recently form a whole bunch of new ones. Moving to a brand new place will definitely do that. But I found recently that a lot of the habits and the healthy habits that I had in my life were structured around the big time sucker in my day, which is work. Now that I don't have a constant place to go for eight hours a day, I was having a bit of an issue with getting some good habits back on track. So I'm sharing with you this week how I got my habits back on track and why I think it's important that you reassess yours. But before we get into it, I have to give a massive shout out to Warwick Knowles. The legend has scored himself 25 bucks to spend at Gelatissimo. Congratulations, mate. We were sharing the love on Instagram. Go and give us a follow. The Misadventurous is the social media account you can use to get in touch with me if you want to ask me questions or have a general chat about things that I talk about. Feel free to like and hit subscribe as well but let's get into this hey welcome to misadventurous with me tiffany rouge a color lover who's filling out the gray area that we call life to help you live a more colorful life and help you unlock your mind so that you can be adventurous too this week's episode marks two weeks of me starting my life here in new zealand wow Some point it kind of feels like it's been a slow two weeks in the sense that what have I done? I haven't really done too much, but in other points it's been a really super fast two weeks. Like, how have I been here two weeks already? What have I achieved in those weeks so far? Well, I've gone into work, had a few days of really good feedback, getting myself ready to start my gig as the weekend announcer on the edge, but also I've been trying to start my life here you know making new friends gone to a few different meetup groups and I bought a car hooray yes your girl is now mobile and it feels incredible my gosh if you ever want to feel like a grown-up try and buy a freaking car there's so many lessons that I'll be sharing with you about what you should be doing and just don't do it you know if you can just like magically own a car try and do that for as long as possible, because it is a totally not fun experience. And I think at the end of the day, I ended up just getting like decision fatigue. Well, no, it did feel right when I jumped in the driver's seat and I'm very, very happy with my car, but I also wasn't sure. And I'm still not sure if it was decision fatigue that made me feel happy, or I'm genuinely happy, I guess. Time will tell. But uh, right now, I feel pretty good about it. It is a rosé color. I'm still deciding on the name. It's a Swift. It's a Suzuki Swift. So I'm thinking of going like, T. rosé or something taylor swift i'll come back to you on the name of the car anywho talking about habits this week because packing up my life moving the whole lot over to new zealand where i don't know anyone don't know anything and i've come to realize that i really don't know anything about how this country's run or you know the way the bank system works the way the traffic signals or like the fact that there are hardly any speed limit signs anywhere so it's all quite new and different and when you break things down like it's been a big move and a really big change but I'm trying to get some normality and some routine back in my life. I am a creature of habit. I absolutely thrive on being able to do things in a repetitive nature because I recognize that it's the small little actions to me that make up a really big change. So if I'm making positive little choices and I'm making them consistently every single day, that's a really big part of my message is if you do small positive steps towards your goals soon enough, it'll turn into a really big change. So. So with all that in mind... I have been struggling quite a lot lately with a lot of the healthy habits that I had when I lived in Wollongong. My life was surrounded by, first of all, work. And with that, I had a routine there and then because I had to be somewhere at a certain time of the day every single day or five days a week. So it meant that I had to organize my life around it. Now that I don't have a constant time sucker throughout the day called work or, you know, I don't have somewhere to be every day every single day at a certain time, my routines have been completely out of whack to the point where my eating's gone out the window. I've decided I want to start tracking so I can start feeling a little bit better about my body because I've sort of let my fitness and like my healthy eating plan fall by the wayside. And it's kind of been impacting on my own mental health and my love for myself. Now I've since done things to help myself feel better and to, to bring myself out of, I guess, this downward spiral. But I recognize that, this positivity, this mindset, and the way I operate is I need good habits. I need routine and I need to be able to be feeling like I'm working on something because I need it to feel like it's bigger than my day and bigger than me. So with all of that, you know, I've committed myself to walking 10,000 steps a day because I still feel really, really good when I do it. I love going for walks in the morning, my sunrise walks. If you follow me on Insta, if Underscore Rouge, you'll see a lot of sunrise pictures and videos, and me just making comments about how freaking cold it is because it is bloody cold here in New Zealand, especially when you're getting up to watch the sunrise. But totally worth it, but also really cold anyway. So, I've made the commitment to set my alarm at seven o'clock. The sun rises around about 7 30, so I get up, rug the hell up. I think I wore like four layers today when I went on my walk, and then I go and walk around this basin, this lake and it is freaking gorgeous. It is such a beautiful thing to wake up to. And it has honestly been the thing that gets me out of bed these days, because without having a purpose, i.e. having work to go to in the morning, what do you get out of bed for? That was one thing I was asking myself. And in the first few days, like I would be at home and I would, you know, roll out of bed at 11 because I didn't have anywhere to be. And it felt great. But now that I want to get back into a bit of a routine and start getting on with my goals in my life, I know I need that little push to get out of bed and getting out of bed to see the sunrise and go for a walk. I've timed it. It's about 45 minutes, 5,000 steps. And I've actually gone one step higher and joined a gym that is a stop on that basin. So I recognize that I need to feel healthy and fit and walking 10,000 steps is great, but also not going to help me achieve my fitness goals. So you go joined a gym, putting again, a little bit more stability into my life so that I can feel better about the way I look and how those happy endorphins that exercising gives you and honestly I've been to the gym twice this week it's now Thursday and I've still managed to you know feel good about my body and exercise this process of self-care and everybody's going to have a different version of how they care for themselves but my version of self-care is on one side it's eating well and cooking good food and tracking and holding myself accountable and then on the other side It's exercising and feeling good. And by doing those two things, they're like in an endless circle of each other. I feel good about myself because I know that I feel the best about my body when I'm working on it. And when I fuel my body, I feel really good. It's all in a roundabout circle in a roundabout way. But one really awesome resource that I found when I was struggling to get out of bed, because some mornings I just didn't really want to get out of bed. I mean, it was like four degrees this morning when I hopped out of bed. And yes, I did hop out of bed and put on my warm clothes and walked around the lake. I've started listening to audiobooks, and um, I've got an audible account. It actually really helps me. And I, I'm at that point now where I probably should be starting to tackle my money situation, but I will do that later because right now it's all about establishing and forming the habits and making sure I commit myself to doing them every single day so that I can be making those small little steps that make up the really big change in the long run. But it'll all kind of snowball. And I know that. But one thing that I have found myself doing is giving myself a little reward while I walk around the harbor because okay it can be a little bit lonely but I have started listening to audiobooks and I subscribe to Audible and they have a really awesome thing where they have like lots of free podcasts and everything on there and I've been listening to one called In The Habit. It's so convenient and so relative to my week and the way I've been really feeling and it's really an introduction to changing our behavior. It's by Ash Ronpara and Alice Fraser. If you get a chance to and if you can listen to it for free, go and do it because it has been one of the motivators for me to actually get out of bed by waking up and not feeling like I'm doing any good with my habits but actually going and listening to other people talk about habits. It's really helped me change my inability to create habits it makes me feel a lot better about doing it there's something to be said about what you feed your mind with is what you focus on and what you focus on you become and you attract more of in your life so if I'm feeding my mind with the ability and and conversations around how to shape your habits and how to start habits and how to make change last in your lifetime and how to you know build on from your habits of course I'm going to focus on that and I'm going to attract more of that in my life I think it's really important to be mindful in all different aspects of your life, but also be mindful with what you're filling your mind with. I kept a couple of habits that I left with, which was my meditation practice. I still have been meditating every single day. When I wake up, go for a walk, get out the shower, spend 10 minutes on myself. It's totally worth it. And I find that it really helps me throughout the day. And I notice on days when I haven't done it, another habit I have held on to is my journaling habit. It has brought on this new form, and I've got a brand new diary, and I'm really excited to be, you know, writing in it and then changing, I guess, the way that I operate so that I can fit into how this journal slash diary thing is supposed to guide me to achieve my dreams. And I will be talking about that in a few other episodes. But I think that what I want to share with you this week is the fact that habit building is hard. Whether or not you have a work to go to, you've got other things going on in your life, the big thing I've realized is just to take it one step at a time. Be mindful of the habits that you're trying to make. Try and keep your habits in the front of your mind so that when you're faced with certain decisions like, hmm, should I have this piece of cheesecake or hmm, Is drinking this beer right now going to hinder my ability to go to the gym later, which is a habit that I'm trying to form. It's a case of like just making the small little steps and trying to make sure that your habits serve you. You know, habits are things that we do every day, whether we recognize them or not. Like it might even be worth sitting down and making a list of your habits. Take a habit inventory. And so out what habits you have in your life, whether or not they're good for you and whether or not you want to keep doing them. And if there are things that you don't want to keep doing, maybe fill them with new things like reading a book or finding a hobby or going for a walk around and, you know, trying to hit your 10,000 steps a day. I felt it was really important for me to establish my habits here because there was a big reason why I moved to New Zealand. And that is to be able to build a life that fulfills me, filled with love, joy, connection, new experiences to help build a brand new community of my own of like-minded individuals who care about what they're doing, care about the environment, but also care about their own mindfulness and positivity and to be able to share that with a new audience and build a bigger audience. And I know that I can't achieve that goal unless I have some really good routine and habits in my life, because that's how I know I'm operating at my very best. So my five habit helpers for you is number one, establish the habits that are in your life. Take an inventory of your habits, suss out what you like, suss out what you don't like and then figure out brand new habits or figure out an action plan if you want to get rid of some of the habits in your life or if you want to start new ones. Number two is start small. Don't think it's going to be this huge, big, grand thing to start off with. If you want to quit smoking, it might be worth reducing the amount of cigarettes that you smoke a day. If you're a pack a day smoker, maybe try and only smoke 20 cigarettes a day. Then once you get into a habit of only smoking 20 cigarettes a day, you can down it to 15. And because you've already established the small little habits, making those adjustments will seem a lot easier once you've already established the habit in your life. My third thing is try and make these habits fun or give yourself a little bit of a reward either whilst you're doing the habit like with me listening to an audiobook whilst I walk whilst I'm trying to establish this habit or afterwards making sure that you really acknowledge the fact that you are putting in the time and the effort for your habit. My fourth thing is share it. Try and make your habits a social thing or at least tell people that you're trying to start a new habit because 9 times out of 10 people are going to be supporting of your want to quit smoking and they'll say, "Hey, what is it that you need me to do?" And if they don't ask that question, you can communicate with them, say, "Hey, I'm planning on quitting smoking. I would really appreciate you not berating me when I do go and smoke. I've got my own boundaries. Here they are. I'm going to communicate them to you. I'd love your support and accountability. And that brings me to the next. The fifth thing about habits is to be accountable. Find someone who can help you be accountable, who won't bring you down and won't make you feel like shit if you haven't achieved it, but will give you that little push if you need it. Someone who you feel like it's okay. That you know that like even if you speak to them, they won't make you feel disappointment. They'll just help you move on. Because when you have a lapse in judgment, that's all it is. It's a lapse in judgment. You can move on from it. Continue to step up. Continue to try and meet your goals and your habits. And don't forget my bonus habit helper. If you are an Audible subscriber, try and find the In The Habit Introduction to Changing Our Behavior by Ash Runpara and Alice Fraser podcast. It will help you immensely. Well, that's almost it from me here on Misadventurous. If you dig what you hear and want to keep up to date with every single episode of the Misadventurous podcast, hit subscribe, however you're listening to this right now. And if you want to be even more of a legend and help other wayward adventurers find this path, I'd love it if you head on over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Go on, five stars for all that positivity, right? So until next time, and don't forget, it's the small choices that we make every single day that build up to that big change that you're working towards. So stay with it.